Welcome to Living Field Notes. I'm your host, Constance Bradley. Thank you so much for joining me for the final episode of the Krona Encouragement series. It has been a pleasure being with you guys and having all of your feedback. So those of you who have chimed in during this series, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate you. I hope you enjoy this final episode and I look forward to meeting you in season number two um, in May where we are going to talk about prayer strategy. About four weeks ago, I was driving downtown and came to a red light and this acquaintance of mine came to my mind and I was thought it was a little strange because I hadn't been um, around or in a circle or been communicating to this acquaintance in quite some time. And I don't know this person very well, um, but they came to my mind. And so I reached out and said, hey, just via text and said, hey, um, I'm thinking of you and I'm praying for you. I hope you're doing well through the midst of this. And four days later, I got a text back from that person that said, hey, I really appreciate you reaching out and your prayers. I could really use them. I was in a dark time. So in that moment, it was so reassuring that that what I like to call God wink links, um, that that was affirmation of the Lord wanted to use me in that moment. And he wants to use you in moments like that too. When someone comes to your mind and you're either like, oh, I should reach out to that person or oh, I should swing by and say hi to them or man, I know that I've got to be struggling right now. I should I should send them some cash or drop them a gift card in the mail or um, whatever it may be or go eat at their restaurant if you know they're a local business owner and they come to your mind. Whatever it is that the Lord is laying on your heart in that moment, um, I over time have had so many instances whenever I have been obedient, which I am not obedient to consistently. And I that is something that I pray I get better at. But I have been working at it for several years now. And whenever I am obedient to those moments, it always comes back in such a sweet moment, just like that instance just a few weeks ago, whenever Um, that person was really reaching into a dark time and the Lord was using me to intercede for them in that. And um, same thing, I actually have an acquaintance that um, I rarely ever talk to, but just catch up with um, on social media. And that person, same thing, it ends up just being um, something the Lord is I feel like has used me multiple times to um, pray whenever they're in situations that um, that are dark times and they need some they need some help, and so um, the Lord is always faithful to um, remind me that there is purpose in that, and so I want to. Um, read to you a passage that I was reading earlier that even reminded me of this story. Um, It's in the book, first Kings chapter 17, verse eight. Then the word of the Lord came to him, get up and go to Zarephath that belongs to Sidon and stay there. Look, I have commanded a woman who is a widow to provide for you there. 
So Elijah got up and went to Zarephath. He arrived at the city gate. There was a widow gathering wood. Elijah called called to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a cup and let me drink. As she went to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord your God lives, I don't have anything baked and only a handful of flour in the jar and a bit of oil in the jug. Just now I am gathering a couple of sticks in order to go prepare it for myself and my son so that we can eat it and die. Then Elijah said to her, Don't be afraid. Go and do as I have said. But first, make me a small loaf from it and bring it out to me. Afterward, you may make some for yourself and your son. For this is what the Lord God of Israel says. The flour jar will not become empty and the oil jar will not run dry until the day of the Lord sends rain on the surface of the land. So she proceeded to do so, do according to the word of Elijah. Then the woman, Elijah, and her household ate for many days. The flour jar did not become empty and the oil jug did not run dry. According to the word of the Lord, he had spoken through Elijah. So this story just reminds me of how in those moments where we're getting those, what I call God wink links, um, it's so easy to get caught up in, oh, I'm tired or I'm exhausted or I I don't have time to do that right now or, oh, I'll do that later or, oh yeah, um, maybe this afternoon or maybe tomorrow or maybe next week or we try to do the delay tactic and push it off to another moment. Um, and just like she said, um, but I am going to save that for myself and my son because she had very little to give. And instead, I, fi- I find myself doing this. Oh, well, maybe I need that extra cash to go to my kids. Or maybe I need that extra 20 minutes that it's going to take to drive over to that person's house to spend with my family. And it's so easy to justify our behavior of pouring what very little we may have into our own people instead of being obedient to what God has asked us to serve to other people. And what I love about this is we get to see on the back end of the story that her flower jar didn't run dry and her oil did not run dry, but she didn't know that that was going to be the case whenever she took what very little she had left and made that bread for Elijah instead of for herself and her son. And it took an act of obedience and an act of faith to know that she may have been giving her very last one. She had no idea that there was more coming other than what Elijah had told her. So she had to act in faith knowing that um, the Lord would provide. And I think that if um, we know God's character and that he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, and that his promises are true, that it makes it so much easier. Because if someone said, oh, your bank account's never going to run dry, just keep giving what little you have away, then it would be a lot easier to be like, "Mm, yeah, I don't believe you. (laughs) Because I know exactly how much I have. And 
I know it'll run dry. And instead of being like, oh, you said it'll never run dry. Okay, I'll keep giving it away. Well, whenever we know the character of God and we know that he is trustworthy, it makes it so much easier to act out in that obedience whenever we are called or asked to do something. So two takeaways I want to leave for you. One is to learn all you can about the character of God. I feel like um, my take is just like can never get filled with um, learning and growing and becoming more aware of who God is. And um, so if you're not like diving in to fully understand who God is, I think that without that consistent um, striving and he says, seek and you will find. If you seek the Lord, you will find the Lord and he will give you those answers and um, the understanding of who he is. And whenever we have that, our faith muscle gets just a little bit stronger every single time we understand more about who God's character and our perspective changes in life when we understand more about who he is. And the second thing I would urge you to do is to be obedient in those moments where God is asking you to give just a little bit of flower to whoever he's bringing to your mind. Um, We're not completely out of this corona pandemic, um, though things are starting to open up. Um, We're still in a a new way of life, and there are still a lot of struggles and pains and heartaches and things that we are all processing through. So if the Lord lays somebody on your mind, please listen and be obedient to reach out to them and connect with them and say a prayer. All right, friends, that wraps up episode number 25 and the final episode of the Corona Encouragement Series. We will be launching season two, Prayer Strategy, in May. And between now and then, I would love to continue to be in contact with you. You can find me on Instagram at livingfieldnotes or meet me over on my blog, constancebradley.org.